Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. Just go to your app store, your Google Play Store, download that Odyssey app. It's free. Let you listen anywhere, connect to your CarPlay, listen crystal clear. No worries about uh, you know, which mountains blocking in the, the blocking the the service here in our area. It's uh, 37 degrees and sunny outside. It's cold out, but uh, with the with the sun out, it actually feels pretty good. Three, oh, almost 310 here in Northeast Pennsylvania. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Again, if you're in the uh, Wilkes-Barre Arena area, the Mohegan Sun Arena, just know that the uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra has had a show that started at 2.30, so traffic should be uh, okay now. But then you have a second show tonight at 7.30. I believe the parking lot opens at 6.15, 6 o'clock, 6.15-ish there. So it's uh, you're going to have the people exiting from the earlier show and the people coming in shortly after that. So uh, I would say 2.30, 3.30... About 4 o'clock, 4.30, you're going to start seeing uh, traffic again from everyone exiting the arena parking areas. So just know that uh, there's going to be some traffic issues. If you're going to be at the show tonight, hey, maybe I'll see you there. I'll be there with the missus. We're going to see. We've Something we want to do for a while now. We've never seen Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and we have tickets to see them tonight. So I put it out on social media. It looks like a bunch of you are also going to be there. If we happen to bump into each other, be sure to say hello. I'll be wearing a black baseball cap with a, a white American flag on the front of it. My daughter, uh, up from the Naval Academy on her winter leave, her Christmas leave, was down in uh, the Viewmont Mall in Dixon City area earlier today. She said it wasn't too bad. Uh, traffic wasn't bad. The stores weren't bad. Again, she was there around 11-ish to about uh, 12.30. Said, uh, you know, it wasn't, I, I, I figured it'd be a lot crazier, but I guess, you know, still being a Thursday. This Thursday, December 21st, 2023, tonight is the first day of winter. Today is the shortest day of the year. So on the bright side, every day we move forward is a minute plus more of daylight. So that's what we have to look forward to here. Think positive. By uh, the end of January, we'll, we'll have a lot more. And then end of February, we'll have even more than that. By the time you realize it, spring will be here. So far, we've done good here as far as weather goes. Uh, you know, I feel for our ski industry here locally, but my daughter was able to get up to Elk Mountain this past weekend and said uh, it was real good conditions there, but then we had that heavy rain afterwards, so kind of ruined that. Again, uh, hopefully you're all prepared for the weekend and the holiday that's coming. Hopefully you don't have to do some last-minute running around. I know how that feels. You know, when I was a police officer and detective in New York City working a lot of hours around the holidays, you know, it was hard to get out and just shop. So you kind of squeeze that in, got whatever, you know, we decided to get and exchange gifts. And with three kids and two working parents, sometimes that was uh, easier said than done. You know, we've had our struggles lived within our means and did without for a lot of years. And uh, I know 
I know uh, what you're feeling out there. There's a, I saw a big uh, advisory today as far as credit goes, and it's not your traditional credit. It's these, you know, no, no payments for two years or no payments for 18 months or no payment for three years. This, you know, a lot of times you see it with furniture. We've seen it with appliances. You've seen it, you know, 0% interest for 18 months, 0% interest for 24 months, 0% interest for here. You know, if you could use that to your benefit, it's great because it is free money that's being handed to you. But realize when that kicks in, it's usually 21, 23% interest, 28% interest. And a lot of people tend to put it on the back burner. I know people who have been burnt by this day in and day out. Uh, It's funny. When uh, we purchased our first house out in eastern Long Island in 1997, we came from an apartment, lived in an apartment in New York City our entire life. You know, it was... We, we did what, what we we did with what we had at the time we moved in. None of our furniture was new. We just bought a house. We put all the every dime we had as a down payment on the house and still had to take out private mortgage insurance, which if you don't know, just ups your mortgage even higher. I don't know how that works. I get it. You pay this insurance, so if you default, there's some sort of insurance policy to make the bank whole because you're a higher risk because you didn't have the complete money down. But uh, we obviously didn't have r- money to purchase new furniture for all these rooms. And, uh, you know, we had friends that bought houses at the same time. And, you know, they went out to one of these furniture stores and got like five rooms of furniture. Hey, no, no payments for three years. Great. We spent $15,000, and this is back in 1997, dollars or $16,000 on furniture. Not us. The, these people did. And my wife came home, and, and she's arguing, well, these people have such nice furniture. Our friends, why don't we do this? We're living with all this stuff we've had for years. And it really turned into an argument. And I was like, listen, I'm not willing to take on that debt. We're going to live with it on our means. And as we save money, we'll get one room of furniture. And as we save money again, we'll get another room of furniture. Uh, our first bedroom set, I built myself by hand. I built our headboard. I built our nightstands. I built the platform for the bed. Um, and to this day, we still have those items. We don't, they're not our bedroom furniture anymore. The headboard I turned into my basement bar because uh, the headboard, the shelves, and everything that were facing the bed are now the inside of the bar. And what I did is tongue and groove the outside and put a nice bar top on the top. And it's now my eight-foot bar in the basement. The nightstands we still have, they're in the kids' rooms. I made both their platform, well, at the time, both their platform beds where we just got the mattress and put it on the platform. You know, I was handy like that. I was good with, with wood. So it was something we did, but it wasn't, you know, all new furniture. And it, it really was a contentious between my wife and I for, for probably about two years until that third year kicked in. And, you know, they never saved money during the three years. They never, I, I would assume they, they just, figured money would appear out of anywhere you know you figure in three years from now we'll be making more money you know we'll be making a higher pay we'll have better jobs whatever it is but didn't plan for it didn't set money aside and uh, when that three years came it was a big hit 21 percent interest i think at the time interest rates kicked in minimum payments uh end up claiming bankruptcy and uh you know i looked at my wife years later and said see that's why uh that's why we don't do those things. That's why we, we live within our means. So, uh, you know, that's my story of the day. If you're out shopping, if you don't fall into these things unless you plan on putting that money aside, 
even if it's zero percent interest for 18 months, two years, three years, I don't care if it's five years. Send something each month so you're at least keeping up with it, and then uh, make sure you're setting the money aside and you have it to pay it off completely before that interest kicks in. Don't get behind. And the story I read said uh, more and more people are getting behind the eight ball by taking those agreements out, pushing the can down the road like our government does, and not having to worry about the payment until down the road, and then it kind of smacks you in the face. So that's my two-cent warning for today. If, uh, you know, because we're allowed spending money and shopping this time of year. Hopefully you don't, uh, don't go too overboard. Uh, spend and have a Christmas within your means. Well, it looks like Lackawanna County, the commissioners uh, met yesterday for the last time of this group of commissioners. And um, one of them didn't show up again. Commissioner Debbie Dominic did not show up to her last Lackawanna County Commissioner's meeting last night. And I would give it a break if it was, like, unusual, but this is quite a lot. And uh, how does she uphold uphold her fiduciary duty if she continually does not show up to county commissioner's meetings or meetings? I mean, there's been more than a few. And to not show up to your last county commissioner's meeting, basically she's just telling the people of Lackawanna County, regardless of who you are, every single voter, you don't matter, screw you. That's pretty much it. Because, again, this isn't a one-off, this isn't a first thing. One of the big things they did is they uh, outsourced the Office of Youth and Family Services uh, foster care system. Another company's going to manage that. So the commissioners uh, voted on that, and it was two to nothing because, again, Commissioner Debbie Dominic was not there. So Commissioner Chermak and Notariani voted together to approve this, an agreement with Families United Network, Inc., to run through June 2024. And they will be uh, managing the foster care system under a contract commissioners approved on Wednesday The firm will fully train and assess each potential foster family, make recommendations for approval or disapproval to the Office of Youth and Family Services. Also provides ongoing support, consultation, and direction to approve foster families according to the firm's proposal. Uh, Some other things they did is they approved a contract for a new Lackawanna County Library System bookmobile with TechOps Specialty Vehicles, LLC. Now, the total price of this mobile library, bookmobile, they call it, which is expected to be delivered in 18 months to two years, is $671,612. Library System Executive Director Mary Garm said, and uh, Federal American Rescue Plan Act funds will cover about half of that. Just a bit, just a little more than half of that, it appears. But uh, $671,000, if you round it up, $672,000, even with the rescue plan grant of $330,900, still costing us about $330,000 for a bookmobile. Now, we have library systems. With the increase in taxes from Lackawanna County, 
Was that a wise decision? I understand you had the grant to cover half of it, but still means we're still paying $330,000 for this tech op specialty vehicles bookmobile. Some of the other things that were done as I entered into a third amendment to the county's food service management agreement with Aramar Correctional Services, the cost of inmate meals will increase by 5.03% under the amended agreement from $1.31 to about $1.38 per meal. They approved $98,000 in community reinvestment program grants benefiting 20 projects across the country. And uh, appointed some people to the various boards and authorities throughout the county. But two of the big things there is they outsource some of the duties of the Office of Youth and Family Services to hopefully free up the workers they do have to focus on specifics and not have to vet foster families. They'll do this company that specializes in that to do it. And the fact that one of our county commissioners, who's often been a no-show to her duties, did not show up to the last county commissioner's meeting um, of her career, for this term anyway, for for uh, her her session as a Lackawanna County Commissioner. And again, if you are a resident, a taxpayer of Lackawanna County, it's basically her showing you how much you matter in her life to where she didn't feel she could even had to show up to her last day on the job or last meeting as a county commissioner. That being said, it's uh, 323 here at WILK, 37 degrees and sunny. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. It's time for the NEPA Premium Perks. Enjoy this half-off deal for the Blue Shutters. Get a $50 voucher for only $25. Fine dining experience at this restaurant has exceptional dinners prepared by their exclusive chef. Open Wednesdays through Saturdays for dinner at 5. Bar opens at 4. Located at 200 Memorial Drive in Elmhurst Township. Visit GetMyPerks.com for all the details. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 326, 37 degrees and sunny outside. I'm going to get to the phones in just a minute. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Get involved with the conversation. Uh, I am for, I'm informed that uh, Commissioner Debbie Dominic has COVID, which is that's the reason why she wasn't at the meeting. And if that's the case, I apologize for her missing from me stating she missing this meeting. But you add that to all the other meetings she has missed. Uh, you know, what was her excuses all those times? But if she truly has COVID, by all means, it was best that she stay home and, and not get that meeting. So I will stand corrected there and uh, wish her a speedy recovery just because I don't agree with her politics or her. Her attendance doesn't mean, you know, I wish her any ill will, and hopefully she's feeling better. And on her feet are just it's uh, not really symptomatic, but just taking precautionary. Regardless, I uh, got a couple other text messages. Some of these credit cards accrue interest to the end of the term. In other words, if you don't pay off the full balance, you have to pay back all the interest from the beginning of the term. That is correct. That's exactly how most of those work. Somebody else said, uh, just got a letter yesterday from uh, Synchrony Credit, and they will raise their interest rate to 31.9% at the beginning of 2024. They will also charge $1.99 each month if you want paper statements. How is the latter fair to seniors or anyone that doesn't have computer or internet access? That's an excellent point. That's a 100% um, good point to bring up. And 
it's interesting. Do they do that on purpose? Just like medical billing, it, it, you know, they keep sending bills, even no insurance paid stuff. I get them all the time. And I know that, you know, I caught my mom and I know a bunch of people caught their parents getting bills and, you know, old school people, they get a bill, they say, Hey, you know, just pay it, you know, 120 bucks, this, that, the other thing, um, caught oh, pretty much every time myself or my family have gone to the doctor where insurance has covered it. We also get a bill from the doctor, even after insurance paid for it. And uh, we question it. We have to call insurance. They say, no, they paid it. They call their billing and figure it out. But again, look at all the, the people that raised us that, you know, they get a bill. Hey, pay it. No, just checking. Uh, I just got another text message in. Uh, no, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you informed me that she did have COVID. I, I want to set the record straight. If that's the case, you know, by all means, I'm. I'm all for saying that, which is why I said it publicly to everyone out there. Let's go to the phones now. We have uh, Joe from Edwardsville on 0% interest. Joe. Hey, Rob. How you doing? Uh, okay, let me blast through a couple of things real quick. First, I'm glad you didn't lead into me with the kinks. That would have sent a really bad message. <laughs> Second, I just want to remind everybody who calls in that this, what you do every day on a day-to-day basis, I know I'm sure Johnny L is going to do a great job for you tomorrow and whatnot. But today is Jake's last day, and what we do here on a daily basis does not happen without your XO. Just so this week, though, not him. not last day ever. Just this week. <laughs> right? No. Yes. Exactly. For the, through through the holiday. Yes. So make sure you wish him and his a blessed Christmas and a lovely holiday season. He's on the uh, air. You can wish him it. yourself, Joe. He's listening. He's got I, his headphones hey, on. Hey, brother, I I did when I called him. I let him know that I was looking for an excuse to call so I could tell him that. No I offense. appreciate it, Joe. Thank you, buddy. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> you and know yours. what you mean to me, man. Okay. Likewise, thank you. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get all maudlin and everything here. <laughs> so, uh, just to get back to where I was. Uh, yeah, I was, and you've stolen some of my thunder on the whole uh, the zero interest thing. A lot of people read those contracts when you're signing them. Because, yes, you're absolutely right. And I think this deserves to be hit on the head again. It's not like, okay, if I don't make any payments for 18 months, then I start paying interest. No, you pay the interest you would have owed over those past 18 months. That gets immediately, boom, drops right on top of the balance you already owe, and now you're under a bigger nut with that. And I have a couple of synchrony cards that I do use in that fashion uh, to pay, you know, it's, you know, hey, we'll give you a year. If you the promotional purchase, we'll give you a year. To pay them off, no interest. I pay them off in 10 months and skate under that, and it works out for me. If I waited 12 months in one day, there'd be a big lump of cash I would have to come up with, and I, that's just – so really, use your heads. Just If something sounds too good to be true, it is. You need to adjust your strategy. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to be – you know, I don't want to sound like a teacher or anything, but seriously, people – you got to think about what you're doing. Got to live within your means. It's hard to do sometimes. Like I said, you know, my wife and I got into outright fights. You know, why why can't we have this nice stuff? Well, we'll have it sooner or later. Just no rush on it. Just not getting it all within within the, the 18 months that we have to pay for it all. Yeah, and then it's exactly as you said. And, you know, and it was a great, I'm sure it was a, uh, a teachable moment and a learning moment. I'm sure your wife is a, you know, a lovely and intelligent woman. But, oh, yes, now I see with all our friends struggling and dealing with this crap. Oh, that was okay. So Rob was a little ahead of the curve there. 
Does so, indeed. Hey. She does indeed. I'll give her that credit. She did recognize yeah. it real quick and uh, agrees now. But at the time, you know, newlyweds, new kids, sure. you know, you just sure. bought a house. Absolutely. You want to you want to furnish the new house properly. But, uh, you know, in time, just like, uh, yes. you know, I went from an apartment yes. my entire life to having my new house. You know, every month I would buy a tool. You know, I would buy a different tool. I'd buy a chop right. saw, and then I'd buy a miter saw, and then, you know, I'd buy a circular saw, and then I bought a drill, and a cordless drill, and a drywall drill. And each month I bought something else to when it came time two, two years, three years down the road when I started doing things around the house, you know, had all the tools to do it and was able to refurbish mm -hmm. the house myself, you know, saving us that money yep. as well. Absolutely. And, that's, and this is not just supposed to be a pay-on to you. This is, you know, I'm sure she's been ahead of the curve on you on some other things but here again you see that's why it all comes full circle that's why you need that you need that partnership and sounds like you guys are doing a fabulous job and quite frankly again i know you and jake are so all right i'm gonna put my soapbox away <laughs> and maybe i will talk to you again tomorrow but i like i said i just wanted to make sure i was here today for jake so hey brother you have a great rest of your day thank enjoy the show thank you my friend hopefully i speak to you tomorrow it's uh, 3.33 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. We'll be back. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 37 degrees and sunny outside at 3.39. Here on this Thursday, December 21st, 2023. Christmas is coming up this, this weekend for the most part. If you uh, are in opposition of the big water rate increase that's... Uh, Ranging anywhere from 25 to 32% for homes and businesses. Um, state legislators representing part of the region who earlier this month vowed to fight the rate hike requested by the Pennsylvania American Water set up an office Tuesday at 341 North Washington Avenue as a base from which to help ratepayers file formal complaints against the proposal that's pending with the Pennsylvania Public Utility Commission. Local legislators are Senator Marty Flynn, Representative Kyle Donahue, Representative Bridget Kozorowski, Representative Kyle Mullins, Representative Jim Haddock, Pittston, Dunmore, Scranton, Waverly Township, Blakely. The storefront window of the headquarters has a large sign saying, Join Opposing PA American Company Rate Hike. And uh, give giving an email address of opposepawaterhike at gmail.com and a phone number of 272-892-1441 for questions of filling out a formal complaint with the Pennsylvania Utility Commission. Now realize when you file this complaint, it's not only complicated, the form is complicated, it's like getting involved in a legal proceeding. It's an official complaint, and getting the word out will be important because the process is intimidating. And it, it is like you're filing a legal complaint and need to follow up on it when you start. So ask a lot of questions if you go there. But the fact that local politicians has opened up this location, and again, that's 341 North Washington Avenue, is a good thing. It's always good to have the politicians behind you, but the, the public's going to have to get involved too. Now, breaking today in a routine procedural move, the Pennsylvania Public Utility Commission on Thursday, says today, suspended 
a reviewer rate hike request sought by the Pennsylvania American Water, but also made a point of noting that the PUC a year ago approved a large rate increase. Two PUC members, Chairman Stephen DeFrank and Ralph Yanora, submitted a joint statement and read it into the record by DeFrank during the meeting held in Harrisburg that referenced the frequency of rate increases sought by the PAW. We acknowledge that some factors are outside the scope of water utility management. However, we take this opportunity to focus on factors within the utility's control. He noted the PAW current request seeks an overall annual revenue increase of $204 million among water and wastewater divisions, and that amount and of that amount, the water company proposes to reallocate nearly 35% or $71.09 million from wastewater to water customers, a move made possible under state law, they state. He urged active participants in the rate hike case, which the PAW, as well as opposition from consumer advocacy agencies and members of the public, to focus on PAW's proposed reallocation. The PUC then voted five to nothing with all members in favor to suspend the PAW rate hike request. And again, this is temporary. Doesn't mean you don't have to get behind this if you're affected by it and possibly reach out to this office that I just told you about. Again, this is set up by your local politicians at 341 North Washington Avenue. It's going to be the base to help rate payers file formal complaints if you're about to be affected by the increase in water and sewage rates. So uh, you know, look like there's there's some help in your corner, but also stuff to be aware about. The fact that the, the PUC today suspended the review for the rate hike, which is a routine that they normally do, but the fact that they mentioned that they approved a rate hike a year ago kind of led you to believe there's some kind of rate hike in the horizon. Now... If that could be, if that could be um, mitigated, if that could be brought down a little bit, I'm sure every little bit helps. It's uh, 3:44 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 37 degrees and sunny outside. 3:48. Looks like there's a bill making its way through Harrisburg. Uh, proposed deduction on income taxes for student loan interest recently moved one step forward in Pennsylvania. The House Finance Committee voted 24 to 1 to send House Bill 219 to the chamber floor. The bill was amended to clarify language and cap the interest claimed at $2,500. The deduction mirrors the credit provided at the federal level. Legislators estimate over 450,000 Pennsylvanians claim this deduction on their federal income tax and will benefit from the bill. Those who qualify for the deduction they expect will receive about $70 back in their pocket at tax time. Pennsylvania graduates carry the third highest debt load in the nation and are sixth in the number of students graduating with debt. Over 2 million Pennsylvanians hold an average of over $39,000 in student debt. Among them, rural students and students of color are disproportionately represented. See how they divide that up, right? Rural students and students of color. 
anything to uh, divide us, right? While tuition and debt have skyrocketed, income has not. Supporters note that tuition rose by 74% in 20 years, while the median household income rose by 13, creating a gap that has pushed more and more students to taking on increasing high loans. How come we're not having committee hearings on that? How come we're not calling universities and colleges across our nation, asking them how do they justify raising tuition 47% when the household medium income has only rose 13%? How about we start putting them on the carpet? How about we start demanding that they prove to the American public that they're not ripping us off? Because of easy scholarships, because of easy loans and grants that are backed by the government. It's 350 times for the Bloomberg Money Minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's uh, 353 here in Northeast Pennsylvania, 37 degrees and sunny on this uh, Thursday, December 21st, 2023. Listen, you could join the WILK Christmas Eve and Christmas Day for the best Christmas music and stories of the season in American Christmas, hosted by Chip Davis of Mannheim Steamroller. He will tell you the origin of Christmas traditions and customs with the best holiday music, including traditional and contemporary Christmas songs. An American Christmas begins at noon Christmas Eve and runs through Christmas Day and night. Brought to you by Dr. Casey Burke of Hand Surgery Associates. And appreciate them over there for uh, letting us bring you that special for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Got a text message in. They couldn't even stop the rain tax. What makes you think they're going to stop this water increase? I don't think they're going to stop it, but if they may mitigate it a little bit, it's better than nothing, right? Um, let me see. On uh, on 1253 George Washington was shot at by an Indian from 15 feet away and not hit. On December 25th, 1776, Washington led the attack on Trenton. 1223 of 1783, Washington resigned as general. On 1225, 1775, Connecticut militia defeated Pennsylvania troops in the Battle of Rampart Rock in West Manicope. 1225, 1896, John Philip Sousa composed Stars and Stripes Forever while on a ship returning to the U.S. Irving Berlin's song, White Christmas, was first sung by Bing Crosby in 1225, 1940. Well, I appreciate all those facts in history. Another text message come in. You guys are always great when it comes to uh, those facts. Let's go to the phones now. We have uh, Joe from Berwick on student loans. Joe. Uh, You know, Rob, I am going to tell you that one reason why I I am kind of motivated to want to try and make another uh, run for my, my local congressional seat is, is because this is an issue that just, it, it basically almost needs to be shoved in the face of lawmakers like, like a dog is, is put on a carpet when he makes a mess. And, and you, you hit the issue so well about when it comes to why they even have the expense the way it is. And I'm gonna give you a great example of this, okay? This is what our idiotic uh, higher education and and the PS and and the uh, I forget what organization it is, but there's there's organizations that actually govern all this that allow these uh, classes and and whatnot to go on. Now here's a great example of of what your your kids are paying for. I one time went to a a, a conference at a church. 
that was for men uh, and, and, you know, pornography issues, right? And there was a young man there who, be, before he became a Christian, and he was still, you know, living the life he was. He was going to Penn State University, and he was so engrossed in this nonsense and this, you know, in this infatuation, if you will, that he actually convinced, uh, you know, Penn State at that time and the professors he was working with to go about creating a new major based in, in some kind of sexual studies. You know, they, they would call it whatever, but it was basically – you know, like, like, you know, normalizing, uh, you know, the, this, this kind of stuff. And, and pornography like, 101. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever, you know, whatever they called it, however they justified it, you know, this guy came out, you know, years later after he wised up, finally said, Hey, I have a problem. But, but, you know, when he was in that lifestyle and, and living that he actually had, uh, a university help him create a major over it, and and this is the nonsense that goes on that our kids are paying for. And when you talk to young people, because I I make it a chance every every chance I get when I talk to young people in college, and a lot of them say like, yeah, I don't want to be taking some of these courses they give us; they're garbage. But I have to take them, and I have to pay for them. Yeah, the the biggest thing to that inflated the cost of these universities and colleges and 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 higher education in general is the government backed student loans. That's what did everyone in to where schools, universities, they figured they had carte blanche to raise the cost as much as they would because they were backed by the full weight of the government, both state and federal gov- governments. Um, it's why we give so much money for grants each year on a state level and on a federal level. And these schools, if they were put on the spot to justify a 40%, 7% increase in their, in their costs for school as opposed to the cost of living as caused the cost of inflation and everything else, they couldn't do it. So why aren't we asking those specific questions to curtail it, to put them on notice that, you know, this isn't going to continue. You might have gotten away with it, but it's time for a, a – um, a recourse. It's time for a restructure of how these charges become into light. Because well, you know, even our yeah. state system here in Pennsylvania, we're one of the highest cost state systems for in-state tuition in the nation, and that needs to stop. Well, it, it also comes down to uh, parents, you know, putting lawmakers on notice. When these people run for election and they have, you know, the, these public meetings and so forth, the parents need to start putting these lawmakers on notice and say, why is this nonsense being allowed to go on? And, and for people to sit there and say, oh, I'm concerned about, uh, you know, what the students of color, as they say, well, maybe you ought to be concerned about why they have to pay what they do and what they're paying for instead of making it about what, uh, what skin color they are. Yeah, I think we have to start taking a deep look at higher education as a whole. I think it's already started, but we'll get there. Joe, I appreciate your call. I'm up against the 4 o'clock hour. Yep, thank you, Rob. Take care. Thank you, my friend. Um, You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. When we come back, I'll have New York City Councilman Joe Borelli.